an How English speaking judge. How long have you been Italian by this point? Uh, for about five months. Nice! Chris, <laughs> and was good. one of like the intro chapters in your like learning Italian book, was it like how to defend yourself in a court of law? Unfortunately, they only <laughs> taught me how to order pasta <laughs> how and how to say I am a woman. another episode of too much about nothing i'm marissa i'm bridget and i'm izzy and um that's not the end of it because this is a very special episode if you cannot already tell because we are joined by a lovely guest today lucy i have never said your last name out loud bidewi. <laughs> <laughs> lucy bidewi <laughs> is a business owner world traveler and general general the word lovely is so much Generally lovely human. And my so cousin. Absolutely edit it. No, I won't. So we want to. my coffee. We want to kick <laughs> this episode off yeah. by letting her tell us a little bit about herself. So Lucy, hello. Hello. Hi. Thank you. Tell um, us your life story. I will. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna Where do it. From? Yep. Mm-hmm. Um. So I am from. I'm not from DC. I am from a suburb. I'm from Potomac, Maryland. And Maryland. I, yes, and I am Izzy's cousin that she interjected already. <laughs> <laughs> and I work as a copywriter, which means I write persuasive writing for female entrepreneurs so they can stand out on the internet and grow their businesses. And that's my elevator pitch that college <laughs> very nicely instilled in me. Yes, we love Ooh, an elevator pitch. Very nice. Oh, that, yes. that was that was nice. Personality. <laughs> I'm sold. I am sold. Man, I need training in that because like you're like, what do you do? I'm like, I am. Somebody <laughs> asked me today what I did, and I was like, oh, I work at American. Oh, and tonight I have a, fo- a photo shoot. Oh, but I'm the photographer. Oh, and then I have to record a podcast. I have a podcast, but I'm an actor. <laughs> and she was like, I could tell she was like, which one is your, like, career? And I was like, none of the above. <laughs> All of the above. I'm multi-passionate. You're like, oh your guess God. is as good as mine. Yep. Like, they talk about being a multi-hyphenate in, like, acting. Like, you have to be able to be, like, a singer, actor, dancer. A triple threat. Like, a triple yeah. threat. But it's, like, now you're a quintuple threat. You're a you're a teacher, actor, singer, photographer, administrative assistant, or nanny. Yeah. Barista. Barista. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're doing it all at the also same time. Also a sommelier but, or in training to be some sort of, like, beautician. Yeah. But and so right. you do other things that you fight. <laughs> people. Yeah, in theater. Or you're an intimacy coordinator. But you said you're creative copywriter. I am. I am a copywriter. I am also about to be a more traditional entrepreneur starting an e-commerce company for women's underwear. Which is fantastic. But also, what's the other part of your life that you do? I am a traveler. (laughs) You've been waiting. You've been prompting her so aggressively. What else do you do? Oh my god, well I Tell have us more. You have to be multi-hyphenate. <laughs> Izzy's gonna be silent this entire episode because I know Lucy's entire life because yeah. we basically came out of the womb together. Yes, so, I want Lucy's But different wombs, though. for the record. I feel like you didn't, no one, maybe now people do, but like when we were in high school, people didn't graduate high school and go like, I'm gonna be a copywriter or like, I'm yeah. gonna own my own, I feel like particularly women, it wasn't like, I'm gonna own my own business. Yeah. Like, yeah. so kind of what was the path to, I'm assuming you didn't graduate like high school like that or did yeah. you? Like how did you 
kind of get no, to where when you I, are. No, when I got out of high school, I had no idea what I wanted to be. I thought it would be a cheetah conservationist. I haven't fully <laughs> given up on that dream. Yes. Um, but I went to college just like anyone else. My dad really wanted me to be an engineer. I wanted to do psychology, and he's like, Haha, no. So we compromised at business. Um, so <laughs> well, your mom, your mom is a yes. psychologist. Yeah, which honestly is like for the best because that's a lot of daily feelings. But <laughs> anyways, <laughs> I did marketing, and when I came out of college, I just kind of knew I didn't want a traditional job. Um, the thought of like being chained to a desk and people telling me what to do, I thought I would just be a really bad employee. So I did not apply to any traditional jobs. I did apply to a startup, and I was fired after 90 days. Amazing. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Can you tell us more about that story? Of course. Yeah. Unless it's going to be, like, too emotionally traumatic. No, no, not at all. It was totally my doing um, because I made a very bold move, um, to say the least. I... Um, I wrote a paper and I told the person in charge of why I don't think the company will ever be profitable. Oh! Wow. Oh! You I thought it was going to be like, uh, I like took too many days off and it was like, I roasted uh, the shit yeah. out of the CEO <laughs> at a public forum. And did you just walk into his room and was like, I have a paper for you here. Um, well, it was a remote job, so I walked into the Zoom room. Um, and I was fired two days later by the whole HR team. <laughs> Well done. Wow. Yeah, and I was like, oh, okay, so that's fine. I'll just put in my two weeks notice. And they were like, well, you can leave now. <laughs> what was their, like, official reason for dismissing you? Um, having an opinion. Oh, no. no. I don't know. Mic <laughs> drop. Wait, and why did you write it? So I was... Were you given a task? I was given a task. I was asked to write about how I can do my job better. And I thought that was a really sassy prompt, so I thought it deserved a sassy answer. Yeah. (laughs) Wait, sorry, like 30 days into your job, they were like... 90. 90. I made it a little longer. Okay, but you said within 90 days. So like 90 days into your job, they were like, hey, you've been here for three months. What can you be better at? And it's like, yeah, hmm, maybe you could be a better company. I get that. I feel that vibe. I think a lot of businesses approach, like, team building from the wrong perspective. It's, like, it seems like it's a very much a blame game. Like, yeah. you blame the employees, you blame the newest person for things not working out. But it's, like, a systemic Absolutely, issue yeah. of the people at the top. And I was being put in situations where it was grossly incompatible with my skills. Like, I told her I can't pay attention to detail. I was even, like, vulnerable with her, and I was like, I have an ADHD diagnosis. And then she gave me spreadsheets. So it's like, you know, wow. I feel like I was open from the beginning about, like, who I was. But anyways, beyond the story, it's not just that I'm a total rebel and hate and, like, hate on managers and stuff. I think corporations can be great. But I think that was the beginning when I was like, I would like to lead a company that just supports people and is really great and lifts up women. And I don't want to be a part of organizations where I feel like people are being put down. Yeah. Yeah. here. You've kind of mentioned already, like, what you do, but for people who don't know, like, what does a copywriter do? Yeah, so it's a really valid question. I get, like, tons of people that are like, do you do patents? And I'm like, no. <laughs> so, <laughs> you have to be a lawyer for that? Yeah, did you, did you go to law school? Um, yeah, actually, it's one of my multi-hyphenates. Um, <laughs> so, Boycott enthusiast? <laughs> So essentially what a copywriter does, the best thing I can think about is whenever you go on like your favorite clothing store and you get that like annoying pop-up that's like, give us your email and we'll give you 15% off your first purchase. So like all of the emails that you get from that company is me. Um, So I write websites and sales pages and emails and Facebook ads so that companies can grow. And I specialize in small companies that are female owned. And I also like companies with really great missions. Yeah. Boom. 
I love it. Um, so how did you figure out that that was what you wanted to do or what led you to specifically like copywriting, creative copywriting? How, how did you find what your passion was? Yeah, so I tried on so many hats. Mm-hmm. Is like the honest answer. I, I sorry, not to, but yeah. you had wanderlust wardrobe. Oh my god, yeah. Oh, I yes. think about that like once a day. Well, I, think I, I honestly started with an MLM. Like, let's start <laughs> at the real beginning. I was like selling Chloe and Isabel jewelry and being like, buy my necklaces, friends. <laughs> And I would, like, approach, like, nail salons in the area and be like, can I sell my jewelry on your doorstep? And they're like, no. (laughs) Um, So that's how I really got my business start. Um, And then I started Wanderlust Wardrobe, where I was a fashion stylist for women. And I started that in the pandemic, which was just a hilarious effort of timing, because who wants to be sexy for their house cat? (laughs) Um, And then from there, I was like, I really want to do an online business that I can do from anywhere. So I was a virtual assistant for a woman starting a fashion company, which was like totally on brand for me, but Mm -hmm. I just didn't want to be a virtual assistant because that's so much admin work. Um, I tried being like someone's social media stylist, and I helped like a lady who was doing a makeup MLM, like make her Instagram pretty. I love that your origin story is so rooted in MLMs, because... (laughs) We were talking about this wait, before wait, the wait, podcast. What's an MLM? It's a pyramid scheme, but rebranded. Oh. Multi-level marketing. Oh. So, yeah. So, after I did some Instagram styling for people, I'm like, I'm actually really bad at graphic design. <laughs> um, so, I was like, this is not the path for me. So, I think it was just a matter of trying different things. And then I thought back and I was like, wait, I was a food writer in college for like five years. And my articles would get... So many views because I would destroy my body with trendy diets. Mm. So I was like, okay, I can do cool things and write. So I was like, I definitely need to go like the blogger content writer route. And then the more I explored, I like fell in love with persuasive writing. And then I noticed that like all the copywriting on the internet was so bland. Like for lack of a better word, it was like bland dudes that were like create urgency in your (laughs) writing and I was like I just don't want to write like that I want to talk to people on the internet like people and I want to help like connect like women to other women um so I branded myself as a very personality driven copywriter and kind of went with it in a really unfiltered way and found other outrageous women to hire me yeah I love that boom that's I just what, keep saying boom. Yeah, Izzy, Izzy's our boom lady. I'm over here in the corner being like, boom. Everything Lucy says does deserve, like, an exclamation. Uh, <laughs> I will be the onomatopoeia of this like, episode. I will have to be editing out a lot of silences because Lucy will, like, drop a truth bomb and it's just us sitting here, like, reflecting quietly. <laughs> I'm so which in awe of you. It's like, not right for a God. podcast. It's just us staring. And then it's me in the corner being like, shh, I'm, I'm just like, I don't even know where to go from here because that was just, like, we could end it. <laughs> 12-minute podcast, anyway. <laughs> I think that's all we needed to hear. No, I, I, I we still have other um, other things to discuss. Okay. Yeah, so you kind of mentioned it, but, like, you talked about wanting to have a job you could, like, do from anywhere. Yeah. And so the first time that – was it the first time I met you in mm-hmm. Italy? I yeah. Okay, I, I never – it's the first time Izzy met you, yeah. too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't know who she was before. Yeah. But the first time... No. No? When did I meet you? You came to London before Italy, right? Yes. yes. You, well, we were international. This is to say that, like, the we first time I met Lucy was when we were, we're all, all studying abroad. Yeah. And, and just she... to, like, put it into perspective, Lucy and I saw each other more in the time that we were in different countries together, like, than we were living an hour away from each other our yes. entire Because apparently lives. planes are easier than cars. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> kind of, if you put it against the beltway. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Um, and my driving. <laughs> like, that combination. And also, like, college. Yeah. But, um... See, the first, so, yeah. The she, first time, Lou came to visit yeah. me in London. And then, and stayed... You stayed with us. Yes. And, um... I said and it was, like, street. Yeah, um, yeah, outside of our flat. 
And it was like an extended weekend. And mm-hmm. that's, I think, the first time that both of you, I don't know about you, you may have met I her before. I feel like I had met you I'm before. I'm pointing to Bridget. That. Because <laughs> Iz and I had lived together before yeah. London. So um, but I think it was the first time Marissa met Lucy. And from the very get go, when I met Marissa, I was like, oh my God, you remind me of my cousin Lucy. Like their personalities are just very similar. And now we're married. Yeah, and now yeah. it's actually we're coming on the podcast to announce <laughs> Marissa and Lucy are married. We are married. But yeah, so London was the first time that Marissa met Lou. But like that period of time in your life, you had, you were in the middle of spending a full year just in Italy. Like you, I think, went out to do a semester abroad, and then you just were there for two. Like you, well, different different cities. But yeah. I feel like travel became so important to you Mm -hmm. and like you talk about wanting to do a job from anywhere and so like how does travel kind of fit into your day-to-day life yeah so I think it's when I travel to different countries I do something called slow traveling so I don't really do the whole like teen girl goes to Europe and spends two day in every (laughs) city you're not Hillary Duff like you see your dreams yeah so unfortunately that hasn't happened yet it's me (laughs) plot twist We are sisters. <laughs> it's like a telenovela. Yeah. Oh We're married. You're sisters. <laughs> Full circle. I died and came back to life. Yes. <laughs> so I usually stay in a place for one to three months. So my life actually looks pretty normal day to day as it would like if I was living in D.C. I wake up and I have some client calls or maybe I'm doing some writing. And then when I finish the work day, I go to happy hour, except the happy hour is just in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> what was the trip that was spurred like oh I want to travel for the foreseeable future yeah that's a good one definitely my year abroad like solidified it that I think like I don't want to live in the U.S. like long term um but I also took a trip when I was in a really dark spot in college I had a falling out with a really close friend and I was like I need to get the hell out of here and like reset my mental health um so I went to New Zealand and I did like 14 days of hiking and honestly that was like the moment where I was like okay you know I like feel a lot better maybe I should just like escape my problems more often (laughs) so that's what spurred the travel I just remembered I have this quote on my phone from my collection of abroad quotes that's Lucy and it says did I just change the course of my life by crying into a lean cuisine (laughs) can you elaborate do you remember saying this do you care to comment (laughs) so for some reason there was like an obnoxious amount of lean cuisines in my sophomore year apartment and I was like you know no one talks about how painful it is like losing a close friend like we Mm -hmm. all put our like eggs in the significant other basket like, why is it when you break up with a boyfriend or a girlfriend, you're allowed to, like, pound Edie's ice cream? Yeah. But, like, when you have a friend breakup, you're supposed to just, like, act like everything's normal. So I was, like, losing a really close friend, and I was just feeling so sad every day. And then I was just, like, eating this, like, depressing-ass lean cuisine. <laughs> and then, like, it all changed. And I was like, you know what? I <laughs> I am putting in my abroad application right now. Was that your first trip abroad in New Zealand? Or what? Didn't? Wasn't it? No, my first trip abroad was Italy before I became a freshman. Right, and then it was Japan. Then it was Japan, then and it then... was Austria, then New Zealand, then my full year in Italy, and then I decided, you know, screw the traditional job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, do you ever see a time in your life where you're going to settle down? I feel like you're, like, one of those, like, conservative grandmas. Settle down. Do you want like... to no, we, we are, didn't and... say pop out babies. <laughs> no, and we already talked about it. A little bit Thursday evening, but yeah. like no, of course I'm totally yeah. And our audience there, was also there. Yes, Thursday. they were. <laughs> um, they were all at the Chinese <laughs> restaurant. No, but like, <laughs> do you see yourself 
whether it's in the States or another yeah. country, like, do you see yourself, like, sticking one place ever? Um, I see myself having a home base. Like, I really like Beau Concept, and I'd like to furnish an apartment one day. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe some sort of, like, spend, like, four-ish, four to six months in the state, six months traveling. I could see myself doing that. And then, like, obviously down the road, I potentially see myself, like, actually, like, forming some sort of community in some city. I don't know what city <laughs> it'll gonna be. Are you going to have a cult? I was like, in my mind, I saw you, like, I'm going to have a compound. It's going to be a, it's going to be a yoga cult. Yes! Quote, unquote, where I'm extremely not qualified to teach yoga. <laughs> it's, an M- it's an MLM. But I just give people empathy and they stay. Yes! Nice. Yes. I think Listen, there's a TV show about no, that. No, people make full careers off of it. There's like multiple people in the world right now who are like, so in what a I'm fall hearing is screw the underwear. I'm a cult leader. Yeah. Yes. You can do. You can do both. I could. Mm-hmm. You gotta have what is it? The um, my cult followers. The, have right, really the, nice the passive income. You gotta have passive income. Mm-hmm. You know, you gotta mm-hmm. have lots. You sound going like on. one of the marketing bros. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, I'm just saying, if you just buy a house. No, I also like I listen to people on YouTube who like do analysis videos of like other people on the internet, which is like how I know about all like the finance bros and like passive income and all. Oh that yeah, stuff. I don't no. watch them. I watch like Tiffany Ferg who is very cool. She does a series called Internet Analysis where she just talks about things on the internet. Wow. Which I I do follow the toxic finance bros and like they post the quotes that are like, if you're not working, that's why it's not working. (laughs) And they're like, she never loved you. Go do your job. Like they're like... (laughs) (laughs) They always involve like like women somehow. Like it's like... Oh my God. Who needs a woman when you have a paycheck? Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. Bridget's just like dying in the we're corner. Just, we just broke Bridget. Yeah. It's a really fun corner of the internet to be a part of. Very fun. I never want to go there. You shouldn't go. Never. It might be traumatizing. I think I would hurt myself. <laughs> Where are we on this list of questions? We're just going around. Um. What? So how do? Yeah. How do you fit? Here's the thing. I know we talked about this again. We. I saw Lucy. Just me. No. A bunch of us saw Lucy at Izzy's birthday. Last. By the time this episode comes out, it'll have been like two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um. How. Do you manage to fit your whole life in a suitcase? Or, like, pare down your life to, like... And I know you're talking about, like, I have to get rid of a bunch of clothing. Because, like, oh, my God. But, like, how do you decide... Are you one of those people where... I see these people on TikTok who are, like, here are the six items I can bring to make, like... 800 different outfit combinations. Like a capsule wardrobe. Yeah. Are you, like, one of those people? So, luckily, I, um, in my past life, used to be a stylist. So, um, that has helped. I will say I am a very bad packer. Mm. Um, so oftentimes I get there and I'm like, someone find me the H&M. Because (laughs) once I went to a location and I thought it was going to be warm. And, um, so I foregoed all pants. Um, and realized that it was the Arctic. And (laughs) I had floral sundresses. Oh, no. Um, which I realize is a me problem. But, you know, that happens. And there's also been a trip where I just forgot shirts. And I'm like, well, I have six bras. Like, one for every type of backless dress. But I don't have a single shirt. (laughs) Um, so I just make packing mistakes all the time. And hit up H&M's. That's, like, honestly the best packing (laughs) advice I could give people. Is, like, do your best. And then just treat yourself to some environment mentally not conscious fashion fashion <laughs> oh my god i mean we did it yeah remember yeah. when we, we showed up in turin to visit lucy and it was like we thought it was gonna be like maybe in like the 40s yeah, because 50s. it was it had been it was yeah February. yeah and we showed up and it was like straight up like mid 70s 80 degrees and we were like yeah. i can't be walking around in these clothes and we all just went to h&m and bought new clothes especially because i shoes. wouldn't stop feeding you guys yeah. Yeah. Mm. i 
There was a time in Italy you didn't even feed us. The restaurant owner was like, I'm just going to bring you food. And then he did. And then it was so much money, but it was so good. And there was those pants so that Bridget good. bought in Italy yeah. got back to London and they didn't fit her because they were too big. Because they fit I had her in Italy. Three gelato yeah. when I bought them. <laughs> yeah. She was like, these fit so perfectly. I love them. I had like a pot roast and three ice creams. And but, I was like, oh my God, these pants fit me so well. Pants never fit me this well. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing will equate going to a Zara in Milan, Italy. <laughs> yeah. And buying a pair of jeans. Yeah. <laughs> oh, speak on that uh, that topic. How do you stay healthy and fit while yeah. you're eating your body weight and all this delicious food Especially around the world? Especially in, like, yeah. Italy. I'm um, so I don't. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just embrace the fluctuations. Yes. No. Um, so I like to stay fit by just like being in nature I've never been like a super gym rat lady like sometimes I'll get a gym membership when I'm somewhere and never use it because like gym culture isn't really a thing in other countries so you go to the gym and it's like the broiest of the bros like at mm. least here you have like you know the millennial moms yeah. that are like Pilates yeah. but like you don't like get that in other countries mm-hmm. so I don't want to be like around that energy because it's like kind of threatening um <laughs> so a woman in, by yourself in a foreign country especially because like I don't know how to use the deadlift machine I never will know how to use that machine um you don't so, want to struggle to do it in front yeah. of other people. And then they're going to come and help me in a language I don't speak, and it's yeah, going to be yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah. So I just, like, avoid that social uncomfortableness. And I like to go on hikes. Um, I'll also do – I have a subscription. I feel like this this episode is sponsored by – Oh, I will. Um, <laughs> every time we talk about a brand, we're like, they don't sponsor us, but, but they, they could. could. <laughs> they wanted to. So I have a subscription to Obey Fitness, and it's really nice because they're, like, 28-minute workouts, and I don't like working out for more than, like – 20 minutes. No, if it's, like, um, 25, I'm, like, right, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm over this. Yeah. Um, so, like, that's been really helpful just to do, like, little, especially, like, after the airport, like, a stretch sesh because my mom, like, instilled in me that blood clots happen all the time. Do um, you wear the socks on I the plane? I don't wear the socks. Oh, I wish you did. <laughs> but I always get an aisle seat and I get up every hour like a psycho. Can your underwear company... Uh, Airplane walks. underwear... Yeah. It's underwear, but also compression socks for airplanes. Compression underwear. <laughs> and you have the, and you have the little... <laughs> so no blood clots in your butt. No, and you have, like, the little straps that connect the socks <gasps> to the underwear. That sounds really sexual. Yeah. Well, you're sexy underwear. That's true. You're well, not sexy underwear. You're making sexy <laughs> you underwear. See, you, Lucy, are sexy underwear. sexy underwear. Oh. Uh, <laughs> the embodiment of it. And, oh, you could you could have little timers attached to them to let you know when you need to And it vibrates on your cheek. Yeah. 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 So the, but then people might think it's something else. If they just are hearing <laughs> vibrating yeah. yeah. from your butt. The embodiment. Very fun plane ride. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Do you have any crazy travel stories? Oh, I'm sure you do. I'm yeah. sure or you do. Yeah. Yeah. So I was um, almost deported. From Italy. Uh, yes. Wait. Okay. Yes. I yes. Tell the back st- to me, but tell yes. the story. It's so coming back. It's coming. <laughs> so I had a visa. I'm a very legal, law-abiding citizen, and I extended my study abroad. But the issue is they wouldn't give me a permit of stay in the country, even though I asked the woman at the embassy in the U.S. like 800 times, and she's like, no, you just get a permit of stay once you get there. So I went to my like program director, and they were like, oh, the only reason you don't get a permit of stay is if they think you're a terrorist. And I'm like, oh, great. Okay, so now they are <laughs> against my ethnicity. Oh, so. My God. <laughs> Essentially, I had to go between Milan and Turin, defending myself legally in Italian to try and get a permit of stay. I asked for a lawyer multiple times and How an English-speaking judge. How long have you been Italian by this point? Uh, for about five months. Nice! Chris, <laughs> and was one of like the intro chapters in your like learning Italian book, was it like how to defend yourself in a court of law? Unfortunately, they only <laughs> taught me how to order pasta <laughs> and how to say I am a woman, so... <laughs> That was not helpful. You go to court and you're like, I am a woman. <laughs> I want pasta. Spaghetti, please. 
I was lucky that I had a friend who knew a lawyer, so she was able to teach me all Italian law in Italian in 45 wow. minutes, Amazing. so I was just ready to go. You should run, like, a, like a master a class on that. Like, really master class, hire me. Oh, my God. What's Italian law for the expat. Skillshare? Skillshare. Coursera. Five, five, Fiverr. For $5, I will defend you in Italian court. I am a woman. I want spaghetti and let my client stay. <laughs> it's the it's the budget protection. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're like um you're like Wow Airlines, but for people in Wow Airlines doesn't exist anymore. I, yeah, that's the point. Exactly. <laughs> oh. I don't think I think that this be- business venture for Lucy would not work out too high. So keep it might not, be like Spirit though. It yeah. could work out even though people know it's like not as great. You know, it yeah. works out, and then I become one with Frontier. Yes. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Embracing new frontiers. Yes, yes. Okay, so you so ended up staying in the country. I did. I was able to successfully get them to make my application go to my new home, and a judge was really nice to me, and I almost cried. Um, and that was just a day. And then I celebrated with a um, calzone. Mm. Yes, a calzone. Mm. I love, I love the food. Um, so how do you handle being related to Izzy? <laughs> um, so it's, it's really a full-time job. <laughs> Um, she's usually pretty tame, but she has her days. Yeah. Yeah. This is... How did you end up being more normal? I don't know if that's a true statement. (laughs) I don't think so. I think that's a slight fact. How are you better at hiding your crazy? That's true. I think she's better... I think if I met both of you, I would believe she was normal. Because I'm a big believer in the, what you do is it's a slow boil. Like, you really draw someone in and then you volcano it just lights the stove on fire. Yeah. Yeah. But the nice thing about Izzy is she gives you all of you at a level that's consistent, whereas I just get weirder over time and you're like, it's never going to stop. But you're like a fine wine. You're just getting weirder over time. Do wines get weirder over time? Yes, they do. Okay. I've never taken it. Sometimes they turn into vinegar. Guys, that's an adult class thing that I wanted to. I want to like. I want to do wine taste. I, if I'm going to marry for money, I have to get better at wine. I have to either learn golf or tennis. I'm leaning towards tennis because I like little skirts. Mm-hmm. And then I oh, need... Oh, should take Anna Bay's etiquette classes. Yeah, I need to, like, I need to, like, do a beauty pageant. I don't know. I, I need but to, golf like... golf has so much more argyle. Golf also has the golf course. I feel like polo is the move. Yeah. Should I... <gasps> yes. What about squash? I could teach you how to ride a horse. Polo, I could do bocce. I don't know. I, just, I need to like join. I don't need to join a country club. I could be. It's oh my god! Swimming. I don't have to learn stuff. a sport. I have to be the hot golf cart girl who like mm. drives around like the, the caddy, like the snack cart. Mm. No, I don't. Need, I don't want to no, learn. You need to provide the alcohol. I don't want to learn the about green. the game. I don't want to learn about the game. You should just wear a really game. large caddy that knows nothing about golf. <laughs> Why don't you they just wear a large hat? The Kentucky Derby. Yeah. Large hat, small top. Yeah. Big boobs. That's all. And then get find a wealthy husband. But I would need to be good at the wine. And, like, I need to be able to pass in I society. have a friend that's a sommelier. Yeah, so we'll have them on the podcast. That was what I said. Multi-hyphenate. Sommelier. Why don't we just turn this into a podcast where every week you guys just help people marry for money? Yes. All right. Um, did you, I mean, do you have any fun stories of Exposing, growing up exposes together? Me, yeah. Like, you were so oh, yeah. This so was many. before anyone knew anybody. So Lucy and I were kind of antisocial with the rest of our family. This is true. Looking back on it, yeah. Like we would have family gatherings <laughs> and Lucy and I, our grandma's house is like technically three levels. Technically. But like mm-hmm. there's a basement and then there's like the main level with the kitchen and the living room. And there's a and then there's top floor upstairs. Room that's a sauna. Yeah. So Ooh. then you go upstairs and there's like 
couple more rooms, and then there's another floor upstairs that's just one bedroom. That like, it's, really, it's really not hot. suitable for human life. <laughs> no. But that is where Lucy and I would hang out. <laughs> because you knew no one would bother you up there? <laughs> I don't know. We like you. We would show up at family gatherings, and Lucy and I would just like book it to the top room. <laughs> and like, I just remember several like evenings where Lucy and I wanted to have a sleepover, mm-hmm. and one of us would like ask our parent to be like, "You ask, you ask Aunt Karine, which is Lucy's mom." But we'd first like eavesdrop on our parents to see their we emotional would, state. Yeah. We would sit. Yes. We would yes. sit on the stairs yeah. next to the thing and listen to our parents' conversations. Just wait to hear them like bring it up, and then we would wait to hear the answer. Yeah, but we were like our own little cult within our family. <laughs> oh yeah, total cult vibes. And I think one of my favorite stories of Izzy, I mean besides the obvious top room adventures, is when we went crabbing mm-hmm. and <laughs> Izzy somehow, did you fall in no, or no, no, did no. you get mud all over your armpit? I was eating goldfish. Yeah. Like the goldfish style. Yeah. <laughs> I was eating goldfish. I finished the bag of goldfish except for like three. It was like the little mini snack bag, and I stuck it on top of the post on the pier. <laughs> and it blew into the river. Okay. <laughs> and a swan. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard this story. And a swan floated up to the goldfish bag and stuck its head in the goldfish bag and popped it up. <laughs> right? Yes, and then I remember that same so day of crabbing. So you're birds? <laughs> no, the swan was fine. Another yeah, swan <laughs> saved it. Um, but <laughs> that other swan is a hero. Yeah. <laughs> and then I remember that same crabbing day. A lot, a lot of shit goes down when you're crabbing. Yeah. And Izzy like, goes to scoop up my crab very selflessly <laughs> and like sticks the net in her armpit. And then she just comes up with like her whole side body covered in wet mud. And I just hear out from the side of my head, I hear like a <laughs> and that is how Izzy decided she wasn't outdoorsy. Hot house flower. Hot house flowers is another one. I was we were sitting in the top room and my someone um, grandma didn't put it there. Aunt Joanne. Aunt Joanne. There was a sign above our the door to the top room that says hot house flowers and I was sitting on my grandma's bed drinking a coke. And I, we were laughing about something, and then I think you just said hot house flowers, and I like lost my shit and like <laughs> spit take took take took spit taken spit taken spit spitted the like coke all over my grandma's white <laughs> sheets. So gross. There was so much. Coke. And you know these are like white sheets that she has like, had from like series. Oh my I god, we've like Jamaica, broken like we've like broken lamps. And then we have to like, so we'd always call her dad because he was the most nice chill one. one. And then yeah. I would be like, Uncle Robert, we broke a lamp. If you tell anyone, I'm going to be really mad. <laughs> and this was how we were delinquents as children. Yeah. yeah. Now Izzy, like, fears authority a lot, so. <laughs> it all comes back. <laughs> it's grandma. <laughs> flowers. We've talked a lot about, like, your job and, like, your, pa- like, you're a person outside of that, I would hope. Occasionally. So, like... <laughs> Other than, I know a big part of your life, obviously, is, like, traveling. Mm-hmm. But even within the travel, I'm sure there are certain things that you just enjoy doing. Like, what do you, what do, you do when you're not being, like, the multi-hyphenate lady that you are? Yeah, no, I love the sticker. What does that even mean? <laughs> it's, like, bullet journaling for people who can't art. Ooh, Lucy! I would like that! 
Oh, actually, guys, you want to know a fun, a fun little callback to our episode that was released today was the planner stickers that I use. I use them because one time you used them, and I was like, I like them. Planning by Shannon's Passion Planner so Stickers. Good. Oh, I use them. I buy them every, like, once a month I buy the set for the next month, and it's like doing... Therapy. It's like therapy for me. It's like, instead of some people do their croquet, some people do the... It's what I call it, though, is I'm like, I want an aesthetic planner, but my handwriting is gross, and I can't yeah. draw. Stickers, y'all. And so it's stickers, mm. and it'll take, like... A couple hours to set up stickers for the whole month. Yeah. But I do not care. So therapeutic. Yeah. If you're you honestly, I start, I sticker a planner and every week I make like a weekly spread. I started doing memory planning because That's, I have yes, to like actually yeah. plan my life on Google Calendar if I want to show up to meetings. Mm. Um, and then what I do is at the end of each day, I like, well, I actually do also like hand lettering. So I will like write out my day and I'll also put like cute stickers and then I'll set my monthly, weekly, and yearly goals in this planner. And I'll also make like, bucket lists and to-do lists and I'll like tweak my morning routine and honestly I just like take all of my like things that are inside my head and I put this in this planner and I joke that like in journaling I have two things I have like my toxic positivity planner where Mm -hmm. my stickers are I never talk about anything negative and then I have like a journal for real feelings so Mm. I I think like both are important you know what I learned is I don't have an inner monologue what do you mean are you one of those people everything I have to process I have to process externally that makes sense wait yourself so like most people have like a voice in their head that's like narrating their life and they hear it in their head and that's like where a lot of people get like thoughts about like when they look in the mirror they hear like you're ugly like you know that's mm-hmm. like your inner monologue and, and you looks in the mirror and just hears i hear nothing but i, I ha- no like i want to say i have feelings like <laughs> it's just i She's don't i'm not a robot <laughs> i'm an outward thinker i'm an outward thinker so that's why journaling is so therapeutic because if i have to think through something really complex that's giving me really big feelings it's really hard for me to pinpoint those like all inside my head so by getting it on paper i'm not like burdening the people in my life but i'm still able to like do that external processing i've actually heard cuz i i teach children now middle mm-hmm. schoolers and a lot of them are at the age where like if they have adhd which now ADD doesn't exist anymore. It's just two different forms of ADHD, yeah. which is fun. It's the same thing. It's just different label. DSM-6 or whatever. And it's something that they talk about a lot with these kids who have various processing things, oftentimes associated with ADHD, but oftentimes just also just their own. There's 8 billion different processing disorders out there. Mm-hmm. Is getting it external. And for these kids, like, they, they literally can't process their feelings on the inside. Like, they have to have it externally, which when you're young can lead to, like, lashing out yeah. because you're, like... If I'm angry at you, I'm not dealing with that in my head. I'm going to be angry at you with mm-hmm. my body and with my voice. And it's like helping them figure out things like that. So it's super cool that you know that about yourself. Yeah, it's something I actually just discovered because I thought this happened to everyone. And then people are like, you know, <laughs> we have inner voices. And I'm like, like, like they talk to you. Oh, my God. What's your opinion on the wheels-doors debate? Have you heard been no a part of that? Oh my, God. oh, my God. Do you think there are more wheels or doors in the world and why? Probably wheels dude that's everyone's initial but like initial answer but think about how many doors are just in this room and also think Think about about how many wheels are in this room the room how many wheels are in this room the Roomba the wheels on the washing machine and on the in the dishwasher is that a wheel though that's a drum no in the dishwasher there are the little wheels because they roll the rack out we need to define wheels but like we have cabinet doors, like we imagine. Have bathroom but cabinets, they, we have closets. But imagine have, the eighteen wheelers of the world. Like those are skewing. Yes, That's what, but imagine, imagine the mansions of the world. The other countries don't have that don't have open floor plan. a lot of vehicles. Like they, they have, have bicycles, but they don't have as many cars as they do houses. 
Yep. I don't know. I'm not taking one side or the other. I'm just playing devil's advocate. I'm and just getting you thinking. Now you really sound like a white male podcaster. I'm just playing devil's advocate. Like, why should women have rights? <laughs> I, just know, I, just, I just want to know the answer. You know, like... Can you, can you prove that women need rights? There was this thing that was going on on TikTok a little bit that was like, so the reason that... that Men at the gym, we have to literally fight I saw gravity. that because women don't yeah. deal with gravity. And then it was what? all these TikToks of women like me at the gym not having to fight gravity. <laughs> just like on the ceiling doing biceps. <laughs> <bicycles. laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyways. Sorry, but the because the inner monologue thing was something I also saw on TikTok. Yeah. That's, I, that was my train of thought was like, how about this other TikTok argument? So besides stickers, mm. what else do you do in your not traveling writing, traveling life? Um, I like food. Yeah. Um, I don't cook it, but I like going out for it, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. preferably with fun people. Mm-hmm. I'm a total extrovert. I actually took a, what is it, the ocean, and I scored 99% for, oh, like, extroversion. It's, like, it tells you your scale for, like, different qualities. It sounds like a new version online? of Myers-Briggs. Yeah, it's is online. It, like, a new I would do it. And basically... Myers-Briggs, hor- horoscope, next to another one. Yeah, you yeah. can, like, see, like, where you score for, like, different um, categories, and I'm, like, a super extrovert. Like, in a perfect world, I spend, like, 20 minutes minutes of alone time per week um so I (laughs) love like going out and just kind of like going on adventures which I guess ties into travel and then also even though I left the styling company I still I love meandering through cute boutiques and just trying on fun clothes it's that personal stylist side of you that you just never like it's never gonna shake me it's never gonna fully shake no that's good is there something that you could talk too much about right now Ooh. It could be like a hot. It could be something that's like recurring. It could be like just anything. Something random. Something random. And why? And why? Have you done your taxes this year? I have done my taxes. My yeah. taxes are a bitch. Yeah. Being self-employed. Is that yours? No, because I was thinking. I was thinking about examples of like. And one time I was like, I could talk too much about how I don't want to do my taxes. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, Oh my god, I wonder what Lucy's taxes are. Like. Now I think of mine. <laughs> I could probably talk too much about um, like just women in general, like honoring themselves and chasing their dreams and I know it sounds super cheesy but it's like I know that growing up like I feel fortunate that my parents were pretty open-minded but I know like women trying to like start businesses or like take non-traditional paths is often looked down upon because people are like but think about the people that you're not going to be pleasing um so I could probably talk too much about why that's all bs my God, that's so. Ins- Mine's gonna be like I could talk too much about how I'm tired. I can also like, talk about. Like- <laughs> I can also talk about how I kill every plant that I own. Oh my God! Yeah, me too. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm getting better. Hack but- for everyone who kills plants: go buy a nice looking fake plant, but put it in real dirt. So that it looks like it's real. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. The problem is I like the feel of the real plants because I stroke them. Maybe that's why you can. That could be why they're dying. (laughs) (laughs) I talk to them. I find it really therapeutic to to just, like, squeeze the succulent leaves. I know, because those ones are, like, like, fat and waxy. I don't like this conversation, I've decided. What could you talk (laughs) too much about fat and waxy? What could you talk too much about, Borgen? I could talk too much about how much I want a dog. Mm. The house we stayed in this weekend, I, well, I stayed in this weekend, they have a dog, and I was like, you're coming home with me. Her name is Tula. And, like, they're... She's a little pity, Telling right? the story, it's funny, he's like, yeah, she just, like, showed up. And I'm like, what do you mean the dog? The full story is, like, he had a friend who has some legal troubles who's in and out of, like, not being in a position to take care of a dog. Right. And so they were like, yeah, we'll, like, watch the dog for you for a little bit, and a little bit has turned into, like, two years. Oh, puppy dog. 
There was a time where I was like very close to getting a dog. Remember, sorry, Ridge, mm-hmm. I teased you. I found our dream dog, and then it wasn't the time. Yeah, this isn't really the place. No, I dog sat that life. a couple weekends ago, and the little spiral staircase really makes it difficult with a puppy. Yeah, I we would, would fall. need like a hot dog. Like yep. a wiener dog. Yeah. So that doesn't Like climb. something small little. That would something small. that's small that's going to be you small could do that you can just poodle. carry. Yeah, but like, I, if I'm going to get a yappy dog. Or a naked get... rat, like you could like expand. Yeah. If I'm going to get a small dog, it's going to be a wiener dog. I want something to that can tarantula? walk. No. Can I walk a tarantula on a yeah, Absolutely not. You can use gimp. I saw a woman today <laughs> who was sitting outside having a cocktail and had her... <laughs> bald hairless cat on a leash. And you Lovely. told me right like, that me. feels like Marissa energy. That's gonna be her someday. I love cats so much, but they're I like had a little harness or something. My first thought was like, oh poor little guy, you're gonna get sunburned. You have no hair. <laughs> Marissa, what could you talk too much about? I could talk too God, there's things I could talk too much about that I can't talk too much about on this podcast, which is always fun. It's like what are boundaries? I don't know. Um, I, <laughs> I could talk too Retweet. much about, um, the rehearsals I just started for my new show, yeah. because Ooh. they're, the people are, like, super, super cool, they're, like, so supportive, um, and I already cried in front of them once, so the mystery is gone, um, wow. <laughs> okay, it was for a good reason, this is actually, like, my dog, um, had to be put down, mm. and he's so old, and, like, I found out, like, five minutes before rehearsal, and my parents are like, when do you want to call to say goodbye? Bye. Have a good rehearsal. And I was like sitting there and we were doing like our mental check-ins because we do mental and physical check-ins before each rehearsal, which is like super cool. Everyone should do that. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, I meant to just say it. Like you ever just mean to say something yeah. and be like, yeah, so just, so like I can say it now even. I'm like, yeah, this happened. It's a fact of life. It happened. Yep. And I went, yeah, I'm dealing, I got some family stuff going on right now. And like, I just, my dog is like, and I just feel your <laughs> yeah. voice yeah. like getting higher and you're like, no, I want <laughs> As a kid, and like your mom would come to hug you, and you're like, "Don't hug me, don't hug me." Oh, yeah, I'm gone. Yeah. And then what? Someone was like, "Can I give you a hug?" And I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> um, and then I was fine, but they were like, "Mercy, you take whatever time you." Need. I'm like, "I'm really actually okay. It's just it just happened." Yeah. So, how could you talk too much about it? <laughs> how you talk too much about how I'm leaving for Germany slash Spain on Thursday? Yeah. And how I'm excited to leave, which um, also means. Maybe no new episode next week. We yeah. might have a Bridget Marissa episode. Or I'll be Izzy. Yeah. <laughs> oh! I want to hear your Izzy impression. Yeah. Oh, God. But yes, I'm excited to go to a country I've never been to before. I'm going to Germany first for like a night. I forget. Have you ever been to Germany? I have been to Germany <laughs> a lot. It's to the point where my mom and I, last time we went, we were like, you know, you should be we should start. No. But yeah. But we should start meeting in other countries instead of go keep going to Germany. Like, not that we don't... Obviously, we love going to Germany. We're going to keep going to, go to Germany because that's where our family lives. But, like, it also would also be very easy for us to just meet somewhere, which is, like, kind of what we're doing this time. But we're meeting in Germany <laughs> and then going, going to another country. Mm-hmm. Just because that's how it worked out and it's easier. But, um... And my dad is going and my boyfriend and my mom. And I haven't traveled with my dad in a really long time or, like, spent... Like, I've spent weeks with my mom, but, like, I haven't spent weeks with my dad, too. So I'm excited just to have, like, almost the whole family together in a different country that most of us have never been to. Well, half yeah. of us. It's a new experience for all of you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, times. taking PJ to Germany was, like, cool because it was also, like, us showing him around Germany. 
But, like, Spain will be us, like, discovering and Spain. Your nephews are, like, people now. Like, it's not traveling yeah. with little Thanks. kids anymore. It's, oh, no. Like, yeah. it's, like, they'll be able to do everything with us and right. stuff. Yeah. And, like, we can drink around them because they're German. So, like, <laughs> they, like, they're just, like, not phased by it. And, like, yeah, they're just, they're cool little, little people. But, um, I'm excited to hug them. Yeah. Aww. Please let us know if you have any questions for Lucy. And what you thought about this perfect episode. Yeah. Yeah. We had a great time and hope you did as well. And we're looking forward to having more lovely guests on the pod. You love lovely. the word lovely. I, apparently Are I Are you do. British? Are you Zoe Waits? <laughs> she wishes. Lovely. Lovely. Oh my darlings, lovely. I love you Zoe for listening to this. <laughs> with love. More amazing <laughs> She's typing amazing. On the pod. If there's any topic you'd like to hear us talk too much about, please message us on our Instagram. And while you're over there, give us a follow. It's at too much pod. That's the number two. And then much pod. And that will give you notifications about when we post new episodes. And you can leave us your thoughts about all the nothing we talk about. If you're feeling fancy, give us a follow on our personal accounts as well. Where can the good people find you, Lucy? Yeah, yeah so they can find all, me. Everything. everything. Plug it all. Plug everything All of the plugs. Um, so I'm super into Instagram, so if you want to hear about my travels and falling off of ski slopes, then <laughs> you can follow me at lucy.bedewi, L-U-C-Y period, B-E-D-E-W-I. And if you're interested more in my girl boss side and writing and growing your business with words that convert, um, you can follow me on my business Instagram, my right hand woman, right spelled like writing. <laughs> Everything else was still like right spelled like writing. If you can't spell that, you don't deserve to find me. Yeah, you no, then they do need a um, also follow us too much pod ladies on our accounts as well. Mine's at Marissa.leota. Mine is at Isagol, that's I-C-A-G-H-O-L-L. And mine's at Bridget Wallace. And remember to like, follow, rate, and turn on notifications, whatever your streaming app allows. Thanks for listening, and we'll maybe see y'all next week or the week after. <laughs> when we talk too much about something else. Bye! Bye. Thanks, Lucy! And then it'll be <laughs> <laughs>